Welcome to Fresh Off the Set. I'm Carrie Hawker-Diaz. And I'm Alora Murray. So excited to be here. Yes, yeah, so excited. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Okay, Alora, this one's fun. You got to talk to Teresa, who is the CEO and founder of the dress company, Chelsea Reese. She's I, blown up. I did. And so I actually met Teresa. It's such a weird world we live in. I met her through social media, and we just kind of connected that way. We got each other. We were really similar. We were both... We both do theater. We both dance. Um, we both are big dreamers. That's a thing that um, connected us. And then she started this dress company called Chelsea Reese, as you mentioned. And I was just like, you know, she'd be a great interview because she has great advice for entrepreneurs. She has great advice for how to grow your social media. Um, it is a really, it's a really fun interview. And I know. There are lots of people out there who are probably thinking that they maybe want to start a business. Have you ever thought about it, Carrie? I totally have. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i fascinated by the world of entrepreneurship. In fact, I want to write a children's book one day, and I hopefully will get to that sooner than later. There's some other things I'm busy with, but I, I find it really fascinating. What about you? I did. I mean, I have my content marketing company um, that I do outs- outside of this. And honestly, starting a business can be really scary. There are sure. so many, oh, I don't know how to do this, and I don't know how to do that. And Teresa says this, and you'll hear it in the interview, and even Brooke has said this when I've talked to her, is like, you know more than you think you know, and you just need to start. You just need to trust yourself and start because you'll learn along the way not doing anything won't get your business going. Sure. it's. I mean, it's it's intimidating, right? Because you're like, I don't know how to do this. But yeah. it's like, well, people who started this didn't either. Exactly. You know, they're very successful entrepreneurs that had no idea either. Yeah. And you just learn along yeah. the way. So I love that she gives advice. And, and you know, I am fascinated yeah. about I think this. we get in our minds that if we fail, the entire business fails. Right. And I, all the famous you know, business people that we know have failed at some point or had to go in not knowing everything. So like you said, she gives advice on that. She gives advice on social media. Her personal social media is huge. Um, Chelsea Reese's social media on Instagram has blown up in the past um, few months. So it's just really great advice. It's really fun. The dresses are adorable. Any dress that twirls and has pockets, I'm here for. We're here for it. (laughs) Well, I'm excited. Should we give it a listen? Let's do it. excited because I am sitting here with Teresa Jack, who is the founder and CEO of Chelsea Reese, this new dress company that is taking over TikTok, taking over Instagram, and we have her in the studio to talk to us about her fabulous dresses and her fabulous business. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love you. So this is great that we both love each other. Trying to make you my best friend, Sully. (laughs) I'm like, I'm already there. You don't even worry about it. So Teresa, your business, if, if you guys have seen you probably have seen her dresses, like I said, on TikTok, on Instagram. It is the twirl dress with the pockets and the matching bow. They've gone viral several times. We're talking like millions and millions of views. 
what inspired you to start this business? Where did this idea come from? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm an entrepreneur's daughter, um, mm-hmm. but I make no claims to like my dad being a successful entrepreneur. You know, he's a small business owner, but uh-huh. he always kind of taught me to just think a little bit differently. Uh-huh. Like I think I was like five or no, I, I was older than five. I was like eight. And I was like, I want to get a job so that I can like save up so I can like get Broadway tickets. Right. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. as we all do. Uh-huh. And he was like, don't get a job. Like you need to start a business and like taught me to start like a dog walking business. So, you know, I like, love it. <laughs> so I've had like a million little businesses in my life, but I've always just known like, okay, one day I'm going to have like that big business, like the one that like, you know, puts me out there as like that CEO. I want to be Bob Iger one day, you know? Yeah. So um, I ended up, um, there was like a million little inspirations, Uh but Chelsea was really born from my frustration with fast fashion Uh um, because it feels inescapable. Uh Um, And because of that, the quality of clothing out there is terrible and also, like, I know you can relate to this. My wanting to be Cinderella, you oh, know? <laughs> you knew you knew exactly what to say to me to Listen, get me to understand. Okay, but, like, even, have you ever had that moment? Like, that Cinderella moment where, like, you're at the top of the staircase and everyone looks. Yeah. And, it, like, you walk down and, like, you start dancing and your dress is twirling like crazy. Mm-hmm. I never had that, you know? Like, and when I even... um. I had a dress that I loved. I got while I was traveling uh, uh-huh. in college, and I wore it to this wedding, and a guy that I knew from ballroom dancing was dancing with me at this wedding, and yeah. I was, like, feeling so awesome, uh-huh. and some lady came up to me and was like, hey, um, you should probably sit down. And I'm Why? like, because everyone could see my underwear. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> see, you were just twirling so hard and having a good time, you had no idea. I know, but, like, I'm a theater girly. You're a theater girly. I know that. Absolutely. Um, and I love to dance, and I've always just been, like, you know, not too shy about that, but it, it shamed me. It embarrassed yeah. me. So I started thinking, okay, we need dresses that are better quality, mm-hmm. Um First of all, because everything I buy is already like eighty dollars, and I could, like Superman doesn't need to be able to see through it. Yeah. I could see through it, okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I wanted a dress that like used enough fabric to really give me like that anime twirl, yes. you know, that like Cinderella twirl. Um, but I also wanted it to be timeless. I wanted it to be something that someone could wear to a country club or to, you know, a wedding or their Absolutely. own wedding. Yes. And that's kind of where the inception of making these twirling dresses came from, and I had no idea how much they would speak to people who weren't me. Oh, I love it. I, I, have, been, I have been cheering from you since, <laughs> I mean, cheering for you since the beginning, and I have seen all these comments people have been saying, and like you mentioned, um, we've both been in theater. I danced forever. There are dancers who are doing PKs and leaps and mm-hmm. batmas, and they are staying covered and they can just dance to their heart's content but feel beautiful in what they're wearing isn't that so joyful (laughs) like to not worry about exposing yourself but still being able to do everything to do uh one of our dancers did a full split in Times square Um, we love it and i'm 
she took one for the team because no one should be doing a split on Times Square ground. <laughs> but, you know, like, like, you can do that in our dress. And I thought, I was like, okay, this is so niche. Like, yeah. only, like, dancers and, like, auditions, like, mm -hmm. audition girlies. Because you can do, like, a full mover call at the very minimum in mm -hmm. this dress. You can audition for West Side Story in this dress. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, that'll be perfect for that. But it blew up way bigger than the, the niche audience I thought would like it. We love it. What has been your proudest moment so far? Oh, my gosh. I mean... Probably getting the warehouse was like a really big moment for me. I think the first we, we have a million proud little moments. Like right. um, so like my first one was being able to hire Taylor. Mm -hmm. Um Taylor is one of my best friends in my life, and mm -hmm. she was a stay-at-home mom. But she was like, I call her a stay-at-home executive yeah. because she was a middle-level executive at Disney, and then she had a toddler and then twins. Uh -huh. So, uh, so basically, <laughs> what you're telling me is this woman is Wonder Woman. She is Super Woman. We and like also like the kind of woman that like you just never see again. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had a million kids, yeah. and then um, had all these executive-level skills that she was now using in, like, diffusing, uh, you know, like, interpersonal problems with her toddlers. Uh -huh. So I was like, okay, you are being way underutilized. Um, <laughs> and I brought her on to do a lot of the back-end stuff, so she answers all the emails. And right. She can do that because, like, I'm, like, we describe me as the Walt Disney and her as Roy uh -huh. um, because, like, I have the crazy dream over here and, like, she keeps the company running. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. She keeps answering people's emails. But that was such a, an awesome moment for me to be able to be, like, wait, we have the funds. We can, we can hire you and pay you so that you can, you know, support your family and also use these skills. So that was a big, awesome moment for me. But then getting the warehouse because yeah. <laughs> that means it's growing. That means it means it's are, real. Yeah. <laughs> this is real life. This is happening. Oh my gosh. That was so scary at first because I was like, I'm not going to get a warehouse. And uh, at first, we were running it out of a college classroom. Like at the, because um, I started this out of a uh, entrepreneurship program at uh -huh. the community college. Uh -huh. um, we are not Ivy League. We yeah. go to community college here, and they let me and use we love it. a classroom. So I was like <laughs> fulfilling orders in a classroom, but we uh, ended up. Uh, they they used their network and talked to some people who lent us a small portion of their warehouse for us to get going in. And that 500 square feet is going to be 1,500 square feet soon. And it was just so awesome to me to be like, okay, wow, this is this is real. Like, I, I did something, and it's not getting smaller. It's only getting bigger. It absolutely is. I see it. I see those followers going up. I've seen different posts you've put about different people all over buying your dresses. I'm sure people listening to you are thinking, okay, I love this. I love that she's a dreamer. I connect with that. I know I do. What advice would you give to other entrepreneurs out there who are maybe thinking, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I'm scared. What should I do? What would you say to them? Okay, first piece of advice is you have way more figured out right now than you think. But because, first of all, you're a person. You're a person who has likes, passions, interests. Mm -hmm. And we write that off so much. But, like, I would not have this company if I wasn't a weird teenage cosplayer, okay? <laughs> like, if I didn't have, like, a fake name that I used on the internet when I was 14 because cosplay was not cool when I was 14, you uh -huh. know? Like, it's accepted now. When 2004, no, 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 no. <laughs> it was like, I would have gotten a sorely if anyone found out. And I was oh. already not cool, you know? 
Um, but those things about you are already your superpower. Like, it's already in you. Mm-hmm. Um, this answer for me was already there. I didn't have to go and, like, I'm trying to think of something yoga. I don't do yoga. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't have to go and, like, learn how to do yoga and, like, become, like, a crazy, like, yoga influencer. Like, I was already a complete person. And I love that, that was enough. A complete you know? person. That's beautiful. Yeah, you're a complete person. And there's probably something in you that you could monetize, something that you could mass produce and share with other people. Um, And the other thing that I wanted to share is that like no one but you knows like what's up with you. Mm -hmm. Like if you know that you wanna live a big life, no one else is gonna like be like, oh yeah, they they're they're gonna live a big life. Once you make it, they're gonna be in your DMs like I always knew. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many people who are like, I always knew that you'd do it. You I was know? gonna say she's speaking from personal experience <laughs> over here. But like, you know, no one really knows your potential. So if people are like underestimating you, like that is their prerogative. That's their job. Mm-hmm. They're going to underestimate you. They're not going to expect that you're gonna do it. But like you know if you're going to. You know in your bones if you want more. And if you want more, that's worth investigating. It is worth taking risks. So trust that little thing inside you that wants a little bit more than what you have right now. I absolutely love that. One of my favorite quotes is, what's meant for you won't pass you. Period. So if you feel it in your gut, something's speaking to you. And I love that. Okay. And your time will come. Your time will definitely come. And it might come after you have, you know, had some flops and it's okay to flop I've had a lot of flops in my life before I I got to this one I am here to tell you um I have had some real (laughs) flops on my social media as of late so but I I'm I'm I am pushing through it so let's talk about I mean we've talked about flops but we're still talking about your success your followers have grown so quickly yes so quickly I mean I do social media content on the side we've talked about that for other um businesses. I have never seen a business grow as fast as you have on social media. It it has been a long time, maybe since the beginning when everything was still, you know, in order and we could just look at things like that before the algorithm was even a word. Why do you think your followers have grown so quickly? Oh my gosh. Um, I think that my product makes it really easy for us to do that. I do. (laughs) She's like, because I have a good product. That's why. Because it's beautiful. (laughs) We make beautiful content. Um, I didn't realize this in the beginning, but like our dress demonstrates so lovely. Mm -hmm. And then we started hiring Broadway dancers Mm -hmm. to do this. So like we couldn't afford models in the beginning because models are like $800 for a half day, you know, and it's it's a little, it gets a little pricey, you know, like they they deserve their rate. But like for a small business, we did not have that. Um, whereas dancers will work for like, you know, 25 cents and a popsicle. I have um, been there and I, <laughs> I can attest to this and I actually have been paid with pizza. So we pay dancers more than that. We do. <laughs> we, 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 we pay a decent rate that anyone could make an hour. We really uh-huh. do. But, um, we were able, I was shocked. Um, over, um, and keep me on track with this, make sure I don't get like too crazy with the question. Oh, you're good. But, um, for, for spring break, because once again, I reiterate, this was in a college program. Uh-huh. Spring break, um, I took a risk, bought a plane ticket, went to New York, and brought some dresses with me um, just to shoot around New York. Now, New York was dead. Yeah. Like, it was hideous at the time. Um, New York's never hideous. You, you know what I mean. But <laughs> well, Okay, there was no foliage. I used a very yes. fancy word there. there yes. Was, there was, nothing was blooming. It mm-hmm. was just very kind of 
end of fall s. Yeah, there wasn't the, they say it's spring. No, we had none of that. It was the dead of winter. And we found some of the most incredible dancers that I have ever seen in my life. And they were like, we'll we'll come do it. Like, they were just so happy to donate to, like, my brand new project. Um, And we, you know, we paid them. They met us in front of the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And we just made videos of them dancing. And before you knew, like, this content just blew up with the way that the dress moves. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone was immediately attracted to this. So we started using video content. For everyone who's listening to this, like, okay, get to it. Like, how do I build my social media? We started using video content Mm -hmm. and showing really how the dress moves and demonstrating the product. Um, and it helped that we really knew who we were from the beginning. Like that's, we, yep. we are classical music. We are not trendy. We're not trying mm-hmm. to follow trends mm-hmm. of like, you know, like we're not doing any of that. We're, <laughs> we were playing Chopin and having ballerinas uh, dance it. around New York in our dresses. So we started making content like that and seeing what people really responded to. And they really, really responded to it really fast. They all just wanted to see this beautiful thing and imagine themselves in it. So we just started sharing really um, fantasy, but like a timeless, elegant fantasy content. And before you knew it, it took off. And I think a lot of it was just like the the trust that we had in ourselves. Like we we knew that we were Gucci. You know, like we we, we weren't it. marketing ourselves like a uh, you know a small town boutique. We were like, okay, no, no, we are Versace, yeah. y'all. And we started sharing this beautiful content, but it was you know kind of tailored to girls like me, girls who love theater, girls who want to feel beautiful on the daily, girls who like to wear bows. You know, oh, see, <laughs> we were, this is one of the reasons we were friends before. But I remember <laughs> watching your company, and I. It, I think sometimes with content, a lot of times when it's really successful, is it, it evokes an emotion of, mm-hmm. oh, they see me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, in this short form content, I have time to sit down, watch this video that transports me. They mm-hmm. understand me. I want to be that girl in New York. Well, I want to be me in <laughs> that dress in New York. And it was just this content that I was like, not only is this stunning, this is like relaxing me. I want to be in that dress. Mm. And I I truly don't mean anything negative towards other brands, um, but I think that a lot of the brands that are, are really popular today focus on, like, sexuality mm-hmm. a lot in how they market um, and the clothes that they sell. And I think that there's just something lost about feeling pretty. And mm-hmm. I just want to feel pretty sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, that's a whole other conversation about, like, what beauty standards really mean. Yeah. But I think that when you watch our content, mm-hmm. you feel pretty. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really want to evoke out of people. Um, and I think that's why we've grown as crazy as we did so fast. And I agree. We could talk probably, oh, gosh. <laughs> do, Forever. I don't know how many podcasts on beauty standards, but I really wanted to bring this up. Um, how important is you is it to you to offer dresses for everyone of all body types? Oh my gosh, immediately important. Um, and also something that we've had since day one. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't always been present in our marketing because we started with one dress. Yes, you did. That, I remember it. That. That's the crazy story. Yep. We went viral with just one dress mm-hmm. and it didn't even fit the model. Like poor Ashlyn, she was like three sizes too small for it. <laughs> and it was like hanging off her body and she's like, I love it. Um, and that was what went, it has went viral. <laughs> it has pockets. 
but like that's what went viral like right off the bat and we were like oh okay you know yeah. like um but we wanted um like I myself y'all can't see me but like I am a mid-sized girly um I never feel like um uh, I feel like a lot of fashion out there doesn't really support my bosom um doesn't make it look good or it's really baggy hanging off me to mm-hmm. you know it, it suits girls with a very different body type we than the it. one that I have so it was important to me that like this dress flattered girls of all body sizes, um, particularly mine, of course. You know, like I was looking out for myself. <laughs> right there. I mean, as you do. Um, but also, we start seeing how many uh, women of like plus sizes, like the, all of the clothes from the store at the mall that I'm not going to name that, mm-hmm. you know, is targeted towards them are like sassy yeah. and cheetah print yeah. and, you know, like have like, you know, catchy, sassy sayings on them. And they're like, we just want to feel pretty too. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to be size inclusive and we have been since day one. We go from a zero, a US zero up to a size 28. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have dreams of expanding that further and making sure that we can be inclusive. Um, another thing is that like a lot of legacy brands that have been around longer than us that mm-hmm. make quality clothing mm-hmm. um, are, are, are are made by people who are a little older and don't have the perspective that as a younger person I have of the, the way that the world looks today. Yeah. We're, we're all looking and feeling a little different and we want everyone to feel beautiful in our clothes. So that was like number one, day one. I think that everyone feeling beautiful in your clothes is one of the reasons people are so drawn to you. Like mm. I said, you are building more of a brand. You're building a lifestyle yes. where these people are looking at your dresses and thinking, oh, I feel comfortable here. I am welcome with this brand. This is how I envision my life. Um, speaking of envisioning things, I know you. I know you're a dreamer. It is so inspirational to me. Whenever I'm having a down day, people, I go right to Teresa, and I'm like, oh, this isn't working, da 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 And she's like, girl, let, let, let me talk to you here. What are your big dreams for Chelsea Reese? What oh is gosh. next? Because um, I know you have them. I know you do. I totally do. Well, I, I got to talk about my dream life for y'all, guys, because I have, like, a life dream of how I envision what I want. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I'm i a fourth generation New Yorker and I cannot afford to live there. You probably can't afford to live there. <laughs> uh, there's probably like three people uh, listening right now. They're like, yeah, I can afford to live a good life <laughs> in New York. Um, I want to be a legacy New Yorker and I want Chelsea to be a legacy New York brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to own a home in New York and pass that generationally down. So I have a dream of establishing a store in New York. I have a retail store. Um, We have actually already started talking to a theme park that will not be named that I really like in hopes of one day having a retail location there. Um, you know, I'm like gasping. My jaw is on the floor. (laughs) I need to pick it up. Will not be named in our contracts. Cannot name. Uh But, um, you know, I want to see more people uh, be able to wear these dresses to their favorite theme parks, to Mm -hmm. wear them around, um, to to high tea, all of that. And I want to see New York just looking a little prettier. I want to see girls walking around New York with flowers and bows in their hair and big poofy dresses. So I have just this amazing dream of this company becoming a worldwide company. Um, I want to see us in every country, and I want to just, you know, have a legacy of making people feel a little prettier. 
I think that is absolutely beautiful. And already by being the person you are, when you talk to someone, you see their beauty right then. You see their talents. You see who they are. And I think that is a gift you have that has led to this company being so successful, Teresa. It is truly a gift. People listening, where can they go to buy your dresses or follow you? Give us all the deets. Yeah, our website is ChelseaReese.com. That is my middle name and an abbreviation for Teresa. So Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-A. R-E-E-C-E, like Witherspoon, okay? <laughs> um, ChelseaReese.com, and our socials are by Chelsea Reese. So uh, Instagram, by Chelsea Reese. We are celebrating. We just hit 55,000 followers right now, four months in the game. We're excited. Oh, we love um, it. Our TikTok is by Chelsea Reese, and we just started the Chelsea channel on YouTube. Oh, yes. So you can follow us on YouTube and see my own Oprah talk show over there. We're on Pinterest. We are on Facebook, and hopefully we're going to be on your body real soon. (laughs) (laughs) We love it. Okay, Teresa, you are not done yet. This is something we do at the end of every one of our podcasts to get to know you a little better. So oh, I'm a cancer. <laughs> um, I'm a Ravenclaw. What She's <laughs> Didn't even need to ask. <laughs> Notice she said Ravenclaw second because she knew I would ask that, probably. <laughs> are these your real questions? <laughs> these are not. <laughs> so we're going to do a fresh five, and these are just five totally random questions Gorgeous. that we always ask our guests mm-hmm. just so we're like, okay, just getting to know you a little quick. You don't have to think too much about it. All right. We've talked about this. You're a theater girly. I'm a theater girly. What is your dream role? Oh my gosh, Alphaba. <laughs> Period. Definitely Alphaba. Um, uh, Anita in West Side Story. Really want to play. I want to play Veronica and Heather's. Um, I play like those kind of like disenchanted and spicy girls, but um, I've already gotten to play Carla in In the Heights. Um, I'm Noya Rican, um, you know, from that neighborhood area. And for me, that was like a dream. But yeah. And then um, I want to play Belle. Someone should it. let me play Belle. Why isn't anyone letting <laughs> Teresa play Belle? For I am sake. going to sue you people. <laughs> let me play Belle. Um, I'm sure everyone wants to play Belle, but, uh, you know, it's on the checklist of things to do before I am, you know, ancient over here. We, I, I can't wait for the day that I am in the audience seeing you play Belle. Okay. I will be 75 and I will still be auditioning we for love that it. role. Mrs. Potts who? We love it. Okay, number two. What song is currently on repeat right now? Oh my gosh, what song is on repeat right now? Um, I need to think about that one for like 45 seconds. All right, you think about that. I'm going to go to the next one. What is your, like, the number one place on your travel bucket list? Oh my gosh, number one. I mean, Orlando. (laughs) Someone get me a Mickey pretzel. Um, (laughs) I know, I have been like kind of crazy about that recently. You're always in Disneyland. I know. And I really need to go. And I actually am going tomorrow. Um, Funny story, one of our original girls, her dress didn't come in time for her Disney trip. Uh So I'm hopping on a Spirit Airlines flight. Spirit, lead me (laughs) to bring that to her. Um, so that she can wear it to the that, Magic Kingdom. That is that is a personal touch right there. All right. That is. Number four, what is a food that everyone likes that you don't? Oh, okay. I mean, no ill will to the people of Japan, but ramen. Um, oh. And I love sushi. Yeah. I love so much other food from there, but like... Um, authentic ramen I like I told my husband to remind me that I don't like it because I keep like making the mistake of being like I'll try it again and then like I don't like this you're like Sam I don't like this I know so he holds me accountable to that he will remind me like hey you don't like ramen 
So that is like a, a big deal All over right. here. All right. Number five. What is your prized possession? Oh, my prized possession, you mean other than my doggies? I know how much you love <laughs> your doggies. My Cocker Spaniel Arrows is my baby. Um, prized possessions. Um, I have three purses from the, ban- the brand Pinko, uh-huh. which I, you, you hear it from me first here, people. That is going to be the next Gucci. They are an Italian designer. Um, I found them while I was traveling in Greece. Big, big fan of I their work. So those I am very precious about and I take care of. And then the others is that, like, I, when I first started out on TikTok and, like, doing stuff, like, making money from TikTok, um, I invested in, like, a glam room. Like, so I have, like, a big mirror that has, like, the glam lights around it. I remember watching you build this. Yep. Um, Those two things, like, as I've been talking to Sam, I'm like, we need to, like, move to New York. And I'm like, but those things are coming. (laughs) My glam room, my purses, and the dogs. Yeah, those are the things that I really need. And then my final prize possession is my company. It's my baby. I love it so much, and I, like, I treat it like my child. I love it. It's kind of like an infant right now that's, like, starting to talk. You know, (laughs) like, it's starting to, like, have its own little yeah. personality. So. And that infant is going to do big things. All right, we're coming back to this one. What song's on repeat? Okay, so um, you know that, like, if the Jonas Brothers are there, I am also there. As um, I raise my hands. <laughs> so the Jonas Brothers released a new album called The Album. Um, every song on that is an absolute bop. Um, Taylor Swift's Midnight's album has been there for me as I have mm-hmm. started this company. Karma has been on repeat um, but also Invisible String has been on repeat. We love and it. I this is weird. I feel like Invisible String is like a story of me and my company. That like there's I don't think that's weird. <laughs> there's always been an invisible string that has connected me to Chelsea Reese. That I I was always going to do this one day and that every little step along the way has been part of that invisible string leading me to Chelsea. So that has been my emotional little like, oh, this is me. This is this is us, babe. Song with me and my company recently. I love that, Kate okay, Teresa. I could talk to you Forever. literally, literally <laughs> all day. But we are out of time. You guys heard it. You know where to go follow Teresa and her company. Um, where to buy the dresses. For those of you who have listened, thank you so much. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And we will catch you next time. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.